Come back home with Anne and Mary Claire Sweet as they explore the lifestyles of yogis, uncover exciting yoga trends, and hang out with teachers who are keeping it real. They do it because it feels right. Okay, guys. Hey, welcome to the High Vibe Podcast, where we explore all aspects of a modern day yogi's lifestyle. To join our podcast family, just go to iTunes. Yep, Byron, we're on iTunes. I'm cool. so proud. So proud. It was a big Technical deal. Sure, no, I'm I know. not kidding. I do, do like three different memberships and shit like that. It was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> but we are on. Good job. And of course, you can always find us on SoundCloud too. So if you get to us on iTunes, please, please, please rate our show. And after you rate our podcast, send me your email or just send me an email to answeet at lotushouseofyoga.com and I'm going to send you one of our new coaching sessions. And uh, do you want to know what the new coaching session is, Byron? You might like this. Okay. All right. It is called Your Vibe Attracts Your Tribe. Ooh. See, and you would be, you know, vibing with a bunch of bearded guys. (laughs) (laughs) They would all be coming. But this is what this coaching session is about. You're going to learn ways that you can change your life just with your vibe, with like your energetic vibration that you give off. And with that vibe, you're going to attract others to have common common friendships and, and interests, and they're going to support you and walk with you on this journey. All It's all a mental state. So cool. rate our podcast, and then I'm going to send you this little coaching session that we have. So welcome, everyone, and thank you again to our badass studio engineer, Byron Filson. Yay, thanks. You're welcome. Always so blessed to have you here Aww. with us. Even though you don't practice yoga, it's okay. <laughs> no judgment. But did you ever do one of the yoga nidra sessions? No, I'm not going to lie. I didn't. Dude. I thought about it a couple of times and then it just, I didn't have the, uh, I don't know. It wasn't the right time to take the time. To do I have to, to like it. yoga bribe you? Maybe. What is a yoga bribe? I don't know, but I'm going to think of one and do it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Well, hey, I'm so excited today because one of my favorite people in the whole wide world is here, Jen Chiarelli. Jen Chiarelli is an amazing yoga teacher here in the Phoenix metro area. Hi. Hi, sweetheart. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. And she leads 200 and 300 hour teacher trainings locally and also in Costa Rica. Mm. So her work with the energy body is amazing. And she's not only a dear friend, she's one of my very first and favorite teachers. Aww. Thank you. You know how much I love coming to your class. Thank you. I I love that. You know, now that you've had the new 930 class. I know. It's working out. my everything. It's my whole life. (laughs) Um, So how are you, my dear? I'm good. I'm good. good. It's my birthday week. It's birthday. Thank you. It's a week, you know. You have to start celebrating now. It's Monday. (laughs) Well, the moon is so beautiful too. I mean and the season finally changed. So yeah, I'm I'm in in my happy place. So what okay, so I'm not great at like what is your horoscope? Libra. Okay. Balance. The scale. Of course. Of course, that's why I love you. You bring balance to my life. I try. (laughs) You definitely do. Um so it was so fun having you at the High Vibe Festival this was, year. I had so much fun. I can't even believe how much fun I had. I, I could tell on your face I you were having a great like, time. It was so nice. It was so fun. It was laid back and yeah. great people, great music. Everyone was so nice. And 
yeah, I, I had the best time. Yeah, you really got to be the family mm-hmm. this with that whole festival because mm-hmm. you stayed with family. I know, it was so fun. And, you know, those are the best times. Yeah. Whenever you're doing anything like workshops or mm-hmm. retreats or teacher training, Yes, the time that you're doing it is amazing, but it's the time off, the space in between. That's and I like, didn't have my kids, you know? Yeah. That's huge because usually when I'm off, it's mommy time. Yeah. So it was just hanging out with, you know, Seth and Rob and Greg and I just hanging know. out and Mary. Yeah, it was super fun. Super MC, fun. Yeah, I had the best time. And then we all ended with a huge dance party, which you and I love. I love it. Because <laughs> we're like concert buddies. Oh, that's right. I mean, Fronty for sure, many times. Yes. What and else have we seen together? Did we go? You didn't go to Trevor Hall with me, right? I, I went to Trevor I, Hall. Well, then we were. Yeah, I think yeah. that was a long. That, that was a long time way ago. Long ago. Yeah. And then coming up, we're going to. Oh um, yeah, we're going to go to Satsang. Yeah, which would be so. Byron, you should go with us. Yeah. Yeah, live music. I love live music. Um, you would really dig these guys. They're like kind of like hip yoga. Would you call? What would you? How? What's the genre? I don't you, know. I guess they would be. I mean, a, what a is that bit genre? Poppy like, yoga ish. Yeah, it's like conscious music. I don't oh, know. Definitely. Yeah, definitely conscious. But okay. Well, I thought it would be super cool today to talk to you. I mean, I know everything about you, kind of. <laughs> um, but I thought for really? our listeners, it was. You know, I always think it's so interesting to hear about yoga teachers' journeys, like. How did Jen Chi really get to where mm-hmm. you are? Where you're teaching how many classes a week? Now, now I'm teaching like 13, mm-hmm. 13. And then I'm doing my, you know, workshop. I just finished an intensive this weekend and I'm taking a little bit of a break before I'll do my training again. So I needed a little bit of a, you know, yeah. breather before going again. But um, yeah, so I teach... You know, I'm teaching a lot. And you came from the dance world. So tell our listeners a little bit about that. Yes. I started um, dancing professionally when I was about 17 in New York. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I left high school early to pursue a career. And I ended up moving around. I moved to Washington, D.C. And I danced with Washington Ballet for a short time, their second company. Then I moved to Virginia. I danced with the Virginia Ballet. And then most of my career was with Cleveland San Jose Ballet. So mm-hmm. some of it was cle- in Cleveland. And then I ended up in California, San Jose for the last part of my career. I mean, it was like, it feels like another life, you know? I know. And then how did so you long. shift? Well, while I was dancing, I, well, I'll have to go back. When, when I was about five, like my dad had me like candle gazing and meditating when I was very, very young. Mm-hmm. Um, he started giving me books on like Ram Dass, you know, Be Here mm-hmm, Now, that mm-hmm. book from the 70s. I have like one of the original Ooh, copies. Cool. I had him sign it too, Ram oh Dass, my gosh. back in the day. Um, so my dad got me into that when I was younger. And then my mom got me into like Wayne Dyer and mm-hmm. Louise Hay and the more like new age mm-hmm, stuff. Mm-hmm. So I kind of had a melding of that before I even did awesome found that. yoga. Yeah. So I was already meditating and... Um, and I, uh, I guess at that time I was in, in California and I was, I was dancing, like really rigorous dancing. And um, I found a yoga class, just random like Hatha yoga. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, let me check this out. And I started doing that. It was at a spiritual center that I was going to in San Jose. Mm-hmm. And then another dancer, she was like, oh, come with me to Palo Alto. All the Stanford kids, they do Ashtanga. I'm like, I don't know what Ashtanga is, but sure. (laughs) So we started going with all the college kids and doing um, Ashtanga. A friend of mine, Mark Sierra, who is another one of my very first teachers. 
And uh, he did like a donation class. So Mm -hmm. every Monday night, if I wasn't exhausted after a day of rehearsals, I'd go and practice Ashtanga with uh, all the Stanford kids. And that's kind of how I got into Asana Mm -hmm. part, the Mm -hmm. Asana part. Um, But I was still dancing. So I was dancing and then I was doing, um, starting starting to dip my toe into the Asana part of yoga, although I was already meditating. And I'm not surprised that you loved Ashtanga because it's so disciplined. Well, it was hard and I wanted and to like hard. conquer it. Like what, how do I do this pose? And right. how do, you know, down dog was so hard because my legs were so strong from mm-hmm. dance being on my toes, but my arms were just supposed to be like leaf and leery, you know? Yeah. And I remember my arms just shaking because like five breaths over and over. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to die. <laughs> so that was fun. You know, I like that. Long time ago. Right? Now it's like, <laughs> oh, I love down dog. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, my body was very different, was right. very different. And, you know, along with the dance comes the eating disorders mm-hmm. and all that that came along with not loving yourself and, mm-hmm. you know, looking at yourself every day in the mirror, not being perfect. And, you know, mm-hmm. as much as ballet was amazing and it's self-expression and I loved being on the stage, getting to the stage with the rehearsals and, you know, constantly being told that you're not good enough and you're not yeah. good enough. You know, and these people are actually telling you that this is not good enough. And yeah. So, so then you're just trying, always trying for perfection. And that, that wears on you, you know, for me personally, I was like, oh, so I would go to yoga and I was just like, oh, this is, yeah. you know, I didn't go to it quite yet to, to feel that, that freedom. Cause the I was release. still trying to conquer it mm-hmm. with Ashtanga, you know? Um, but then when I ended up um, doing my teacher training, that's when I found vinyasa, which was different than Ashtanga. And there was a free, there was no set series. All of a sudden I was doing poses I had never done before. I was like, mm-hmm. half moon, what's this? Woo, this is fun. Yeah. <laughs> I can't do it, but it's fun. Um, and I found a freedom in, in vinyasa. In so that flow. Yes. And then I was just, oh, oh yeah. I felt so good in my body. And then I started to love my body and. Oh, my teacher training so was sweet. huge. Yeah, it was a Where huge. Where did you go for teacher training? Costa Rica. Oh, yeah, no the Nosara Yoga Institute that is now oh. no longer there. They just closed maybe last year. Dawn and Amba Stapleton, who are mm-hmm. amazing, still teaching. Mm-hmm. They were, um, I did my program down there. It was 30 days in Costa Rica. I, had, I really didn't know much about vinyasa yoga and I didn't know anything about them. And yeah. I just did my due diligence on like the curriculum and what I wanted to learn. Mm-hmm. And then I went down there and I was like, oh my God, it kind of brought everything together. It brought yeah. like the the flow together with the mindfulness and the, the breathing. And it was like hot and humid down there and there's monkeys in the trees. And you know, like, <laughs> I like found my vibe, you like you're that. saying, you yeah, know. You love that. I do love that. So tell, tell me then, how did you get into Tantra? Well, you know, it was kind of... It was kind of by accident, really, because my friend, who now I call my spirit animal. So in Coco, there's a movie, Coco, out there that's for kids. And there's these spirit animals. They're oh, yeah. called alabrijes, and I might be wrong. But basically, she she somehow got planted in my life. I met her in Ohio, in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. She lived there. Well, she, her family was from there. She lived in San Francisco, and I was moving to the Bay Area from Cleveland, and she was like, oh, you know, when you're here, come, you know, come hang out with me and my friends. And you know, how you move somewhere, like 50 people say that. Yeah. But she was my link to everyone in the Bay Area. And then she introduced me to my teacher. Mm. So she had just come back from India. Um, she did her Ayurvedic training in India. And she's like, you have to meet this guy, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, my God. She was trying to get me into so many things. She got me into Reiki. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, I did Reiki one, two, and three with her. And um, I mean, I just adore her. And she um, introduced me to Swami Karanantha, who is still my teacher to this day. I met him in 2002, so mm-hmm. 16 years ago. And you study with him every year? I study with week. him multiple times a year. So mm-hmm. I'll be going to see him um, in about two weeks for an October um, retreat. And then I'll see him again in January on Kauai. And um, usually I try to see him one more time, usually in April. Mm-hmm. I used to go every retreat, but now I'm gone this summer, so I have to miss one of his. But now he comes here. He came here last year for the oh, very first right. time. I was gone. So that was that. pretty awesome because now my students are meeting my teacher, like my spiritual teacher. So mm-hmm. that's like worlds colliding, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's so cool. Yeah, I, I was it. a little nervous at first. I was like, do I want to share like all of this with my students? Like I love my students, but now all of a sudden they're going to be so interwoven. Mm-hmm. And I had brought a few people in the past to meet my teacher in Berkeley and it did not go so well. Mm-hmm. Um, either they it was too overwhelming for them or, you know, they were coming for the wrong reasons. So um, finally. Tell us, what is the, I mean, what is the mystery of Tantra? I mean, tell our listeners a little bit because, yeah, you know, people don't feel like it's a strong, powerful force in the yoga world today. I mean, it is, but maybe just people don't know it. Yeah. I mean, I think it's just, I mean, Shiva and Shakti, right? Mm -hmm. The opposites, the energy and consciousness coming together. I think it's very similar to what we do, you know, on the yoga mat. It's just the philosophy, the philosophy is a little bit different. Mm -hmm. Um, So, so my practice is based on energy or Kundalini, Mm -hmm. but we don't do um, Kundalini yoga. So we're not doing the breathing exercises or asanas to get the energy to move. Instead, we're using pranayama, but we're also sitting. So it's a lot of meditation more than um, the breathing mm-hmm. um, that you see now that's very popular in kundalini yoga. Um, so I think it's, uh, I mean, I guess people are just, I, I find such a resonance with the two, like mm-hmm. with yoga and, and, and the tantric practice. And I think... Um, the longer you just sit in it, the the more you see how long how easy it is that it connects. You know, mm-hmm. it's the same. We're saying the same thing. The energy body, you know, the nadis, and then they're coming together and they're moving into chakras, and the energy's moving from the base of the spine up to the crown, and we want that to happen. So this weekend, I was really trying to share how that that you can feel that in your asana, like when you're moving and you're flowing, you can feel the very tip of your finger and the very tip of your toe. But then you can, with the bandhas, you can really start to feel the energy coming in through the center, which is called the sushumna. And you can feel the energy is moving up while even, even in asana. Mm-hmm. So I think that's powerful. So, um, and then just sitting and getting quiet, yeah. being okay with that. You know, I think that's the big step that people get nervous about. So nervous. Yeah. Stress. Why do you think that is? Because it's just such a radical shift from everything that's bombarding them all day yeah. long, you know, yeah. and it's kind of scary. Mm-hmm. Anything that's, you know, based on fear is, you know, something that we reject right away. Yeah, that's true. But I mean, I just think that you're so good at making sure you put that in the practice as a teacher, you yes. know, um, because you go to many yoga classes where that element is not even around. And yeah, so yeah, I've noticed that, especially with how popular yoga is now. I yes. think there's a, a real 
missing part mm-hmm. as far as as the even just the breathing. Like so many teachers don't even teach ujjayi breath anymore or even mention it. I was surprised, you know, like for me, the breath is the link to the energy body, right? That's that's your that's how you get in. That's how I always tell new teachers, just yes. cue the breath. Yeah. That's all you have to do is just cue the breath. Right. Don't worry about the name. Yeah. When you're new, yeah. all I want you to do is cue the breath. Because that makes the person mindful yes. of what they're doing, you know, when they're stepping up, that they're breathing in. And then I try to talk about the breath as energy, like you're inhaling, you know, vital force mm-hmm. or, you know, prana or, you know, energy, you know, and or just an inhale, oxygen, right? <laughs> and then you're exhaling tension and you're ex- releasing what you don't need. And so if you kind of feel this as you're practicing, your practice, I think, shifts and takes on a different meaning, you know, yes. or it can. Yes. And I say to my friends, I just, I say, look, if, if you want to just go and flow, sometimes you just, I say, you yeah. just want to Jay-Z it. You just want to pump up the Jay-Z and yes. you just want to flow and you don't want to get out of your head and you don't want to listen to the teacher and talking about the alignment and this and that. And I say, that's awesome. Like, good, go do that. I do that sometimes. But I think it's necessary. It's, yeah. And I don't want to call it like I was saying, it's like a cheat day, you know? I mean, I don't, if you, if you want to do that, go do that mm-hmm. because you need it. Right. But then I think if you want to see the practice kind of evolve, you have to start thinking about what you're doing. And so we're not doing the same dumping into the back or, you know, then we get an injury and then Mm -hmm. we wonder what's going on. And um, so you can practice in that real fluid way and enjoy it and love it. And usually I just tell people maybe don't do that every single day. Right? Yes, yes. And and you don't have to be real strict about it, but I think there's a there's a balance of like, okay, I'm going to place my foot here. I'm going to find what my pelvis is doing. I'm going to mm-hmm. lift up out of my lower back and then I'm going to take a deep breath and then and then I'm just okay, now I'm here and I'm present. I love it. You know, but I think um sometimes like you said, we're so caught in the head that we we just want to we want to tune out. Mm-hmm. Right? So yoga is a place to just tune out. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of tune in. I know. Okay, guys. Well, (laughs) we're going to be right back with Miss Jen. So just hang tight. Hey, guys. Have you ever wanted to go on a yoga retreat on a private island? This is our sixth year going to Hobosh Island, one of the top windsurfing locations globally and a second home to Lotus House of Yoga. And this year we are extending our typical five-day retreat to a nine-day, 200-hour Yoga Alliance Lotus House of Yoga teacher training. For those of you who want to earn their teaching training certificate, hope to see you there. If you have any more questions, let me know. Email me at annsweet at lotushouseyoga.com. We are back. Yes. Okay. We are talking about balance and breath and Jay-Z. And- <laughs> Gotta love Jay-Z. <laughs> I mean, I'm still loving <laughs> Jay-Z. There are some that I'm not. Okay. So this is a big shift for Lotus okay. House of Yoga because what? we now are really coming around to what kind of music we're playing in the studio. Mm, it's very important. And so it's been, uh, you know, something that's kind of been, you know. Yeah following me because I've been the one like, oh, it's fine. They can just say all those bad words and it doesn't yeah, matter. clean version and then certain certain things, certain songs I just don't play. Yeah. Well, we're moving in that direction because with the movement and 
everything that's happening in society. I think mm-hmm. that there's a lot of raw emotions out there mm-hmm. and we need to be super respectful Absolutely. of people coming to class. And, and being inclusive. So we're not excluding someone because of something that and, we're and playing it, that is not, and that doesn't make them feel comfortable. It has to do with the ego too. Like the ego has to be able to say, I'm here as a teacher and there are students in this class who probably don't want to hear that. Mm-hmm. And it's not about me, mm-hmm. by the way. So, okay, well, one of the other things that I wanted to talk about was, um, you know, when I first moved here and started practicing at one Mm -hmm. yoga, um, I mean, that was just my life. I think I practiced like two or three times a day. I just got done with my divorce. (laughs) And I was like, just digging in. You know, just I'd go from like power to restore to Mm. yin or, and, and, you know, that's where I met you. I know. And I loved your classes so much. I loved all the teachers there. I mean, if you think about the teachers there and where they are right now. I know. Um, you know, you got to give a shout out for Ian and Vanessa absolutely. 100%. Oh, absolutely. Um, they started a movement. So, and they helped us open Lotus. Oh, absolutely. And, and they helped me get, I mean, Vanessa yeah. was the one who was like, come teach. Yeah. And she's like, where are you teaching? I'm like, I'm teaching here, 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 here. She's like, no, come teach. It's like, thank you. Well, that's really interesting. She gave me an opportunity. She, I mean, and she will tell you, she really prefers male teachers. So, oh, Aww, that's yeah. sweet. And she always, yeah, I used to see her in your classes too. But I think, um, you know, you were so cool to me, even before the big teacher training yeah. engine that it is now. I know. When teacher training was still small and quaint, mm-hmm. you know, you actually, and you said, you know what, Annie, you should go through teacher training. And I'm just like, <gasps> Yay. oh my gosh. How did I, how did you know that I wanted to do that? And just had some kind of wall built up where I was like, oh, I can't do that. That's not, but the whole time I was like, I want to open a yoga studio. Mm -hmm. I want to go through teacher training. I want to do this and this and this. And then you, and I think, you know, you said that to me. I was like, yes. Yay. You're like, okay. (laughs) Yay. So, um, Thank you for oh that. My You're I mean, welcome. You know, Thank I you. always think of that movie, like it's a wonderful life. And you think about all of the things that you do and the ripple effects oh that they gosh, have. Right. I mean, if you would never have asked me, I... Lotus House Yoga might not even be here. Oh, so Well, awesome. it's true. I know, right? Those yeah. little things, those little, yeah. And it's just a whole uh, other world. Crazy. But yeah, so tell me about, because you're just like the best teacher and teacher training and you. you know you always have full trainings and you're going to Costa Rica mm-hmm. what's that experience like I mean I think since I did it and experienced it myself and it was such a profound um experience I mean it was every, I think everyone's teacher training program is super transformative but since um for me getting away from my life and being 30 days in Costa Rica away from the day to day that allowed me to immerse and mm-hmm. like really like go home and go swim in the ocean. And then, you know, your house is right there. And then you start the whole thing in the morning and you walk through the jungle and there's monkeys in the trees. Like that immersion was so powerful that mm-hmm. I wanted to recreate it. Yeah. So my friend, actually, we did our training together. She opened this amazing space down in Costa Rica called Rip Jack Inn. And built a little yoga palapa, beautiful. And we started doing retreats down there. Mm-hmm. And then after those were successful, then I was like, well, let's do a teacher training. So then I did my first teacher training and I was doing them 30 days, which I think for me was a little bit, yeah, that's a lot, a lot of time. on me and yeah. my family. Cause I would bring them down. 
Um, so I switched the way I'm doing it right now. Half of it's here and then half of it's there. So it's a little bit more balanced. Yes. I really love balance. Yes. Um, but I just, I enjoy it. I enjoy being there and I enjoy seeing people like change. Like once they're down there, all of a sudden, you know, there are these huge shifts that happen because they're mm-hmm. swimming every day and they're eating amazing food. And mm-hmm. and it's just allows them to to take the time for themselves. Yeah. So I, I, I enjoy um, being in it with them in that way. Yeah. I mean, we, every, every retreat that we've yeah. done has been teacher training. But oh, yeah. The energy that they get from the ocean waves mm-hmm. and the moonlight, nature, and the stars, yeah. and the trees, and it's just such a beautiful way to go through teacher training. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I just think it's just so cool. So when are you, when are you going this year? So the next one will be in. We'll start in the spring here in town, and then we'll end up in Costa Rica in June. Yeah. And we'll have all that information for you guys. Thank you. Thank you. On the podcast. Um, <laughs> cool. Okay. I wanted to ask you, um, because I, I feel like you've probably had so many amazing experiences. And just for those new people who are thinking about like becoming a yoga teacher, mm-hmm. what was the most like profound, most wonderful moment or two <sighs> that you've had over the years where you were just like, this is why I teach? Mm. I mean, so many, right? But there's got to be one that kind of just like stands out for you besides you having me in your teacher training. Besides that. um, Having you in my life. (laughs) Oh, God. You know. And it could be through adversity. You know, something, you know, I was even thinking today on the way here, like I had like a really shitty day. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, your mind, for me, the mind is always trying to take you down that rabbit hole. Oh, and, absolutely. And and my mind, thank God that I have this in my body, actually rewinds me out of that hole yeah. so strong. Some strong, scatter. Stronger than I mm. went down. It's like, no, not going there. Not, you know, and this has been my whole life pattern. This is not just something yeah. that happened today. It's just part absolutely. of my, you know, my body, my the way that I think, especially in times of trouble, mm-hmm. I get stronger. Mm-hmm. And... um. I know that as a teacher, you run into a lot, a lot of people that are struggling Mm -hmm. and, um, yeah, I mean, probably boundaries. Like for me, setting boundaries with my students was huge, you know, because I used to, um, like take as much, you know, as much as I could, I would teach, 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 teach. And then finally you're like, okay, it's too much. I'm not receiving and I'm not, I'm not taking in. So finding those, those boundaries with my students, and then making the mistake of 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 forgetting that boundary, and then all of a sudden the student thinking, "Well, you know, you need to do this, this, and this." And I'm like, "Whoa, wait, what are what are you talking about? I'm your yoga teacher, but you need to do this, this, and this." And so, of course, I talked to my teacher. I'm like, "What am I doing wrong?" And he's like, "Well, what did you set up as your parameters for the relationship with the student?" And I, well, I'm trying to help them, and they want to do meditation. So I think for me, it's bringing those people into the next level. Mm-hmm. Okay, first they're your, you know, you're just their asana teacher and then you're listening to like the issues that they're having in their life. And then you're saying, okay, well, why don't we get you into a meditation practice? Why don't we get you meditating? And, you know, I'm thinking of one person in particular that, you know, I was trying to help this person and help this person, um, you know, and I, and I wanted to, and there was nothing in me that didn't want to, but I think then that, that shift happened when I was like, okay, well, you can't keep going down that same path 
if you want to change your life. Mm-hmm. And they kept going down that same path. And then finally, I'm like, oh my God, like, I don't, I, I can't, I can't help you. And yeah. then they flipped on me and got mad at me. And then that's when my teacher's like, well, what were the parameters of this relationship? Were you their spiritual teacher or were you their teacher, physical yoga teacher? Mm-hmm. And I think that line gets very blurred. And all of a sudden, you know, new yoga teachers think I'm a healer now and I can heal you. And I'm like, no, 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 mm-hmm. no, you can't heal anyone. Mm-hmm. You can help them, mm-hmm. but they have to heal themselves. Mm-hmm. So you, that's I not really that. answering your question. No, I like it. No, I think that's good, good advice for yeah. new teachers. Boundaries, especially. boundaries, but healthy and, and not like, oh, I don't want to be with you, but just like. What is the relationship? So now with my students, if they're like, okay, I want to go into more of a meditative practice with you, then I say, okay, if you want me to kind of help you, I'm going to probably push you a little bit into the stuff that you don't want to look at. Yeah. Are you cool with that? And of course they say yes at the moment. And then when I'm pushing them, they fight me back. And then I'm like, okay, this is, this is it. This is your stuff, (laughs) you know, because that's what a teacher does. And that's why I love having a teacher. Yeah. A spiritual teacher. Well, everybody should have a teacher. Yeah, because they're going to push you where you don't want to go. Or mm-hmm. else you just live on the outskirts of like, oh, this is good. And then you never really grow, you know? All teachers need teachers. Absolutely. Asana teachers, spiritual teachers. And just like we were talking before the this little mm-hmm. podcast, all teachers need to be practicing. Absolutely. And they need to be learning, 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 learning. Mm-hmm. Constantly uh, learning. Yeah. I feel like I, know, I still know nothing. I've been practicing teaching for almost 20 years. And I'll I'll read. I know you know some philosophy. Or and I'm reread like, a book and it's or like reread. Ooh, and yeah. I didn't get that the first time, right? Or you're like, I'm actually Whoa. rereading one right now. There's so much. We're just you know, two hundred, three hundred, five hundred. Like you'll never stop. You know. Hopefully, I just feel like I know nothing. Really, we gotta we gotta change the world. This is why we're here. <laughs> One step at a time. No, no. I'm like, let's change the world. Know. You know, like everybody should be doing yoga because if everyone practiced yoga, mm-hmm. this is actually what I, my brain thinks. Yeah. The world would be a better place. Oh, yeah. Well, people just, it's more mindful. I know. You're more mindful and it's not all about you. It's about like other people. And and you release those fears. Yeah. So, so releasing, just like release that shit, man. Yeah. You're so messed up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really, you can just see yes. it. <laughs> I know. It's like people are, I, I find people are addicted to drama. They love it. Yeah. And I, I don't think they, they mean to love it, but, but it feels familiar. Oh my like God. drama's familiar. The dopamine is getting released in people's brains mm. every time they turn on the television. Oh God. And they go right to the news and it's yeah. just like, I need it. I need it. And I'm like, it's evil. Oh, Stay away. I know. I think <laughs> drama is, um, it's definitely addictive. Well, they've actually proven that our yeah. brains are made to go in that direction. Mm-hmm. And so it goes back to me saying, uh, you have to intentionally tell yourself, I'm not going down that rabbit hole today. Yeah. Or ever. Yeah. I can be there for a second. Yeah. I can acknowledge this bullshit that's going on mm-hmm. in my life, but I'm not going to follow that. Yeah. I'm not. Yeah. It's a gate and now it's closed. I see it. I'm walking mm-hmm. by it. Yeah. I come and back it, to it once in a while just to know it's there, but mm-hmm. I'm not going there. Yeah. And I think that's rewiring your brain, like yeah. quite literally oh, rewiring sure. your brain. So you stop doing, and that's what meditation does. Meditation is rewiring your brain. It's closing your eyes and noticing all the stuff that's going to start in the beginning. It's going to be all this stuff, all your fears, everything's going to come up. 
And then you start to quiet your mind and you quiet your mind. And instead of going into the place where the gate's already closed, right? You quiet your mind and you go back to quiet your mind. And look, at first it's not easy. Meditation's Uh not easy, but it's something that will shift your perspective of of all things. Yep. Of you, of your life, of of other people. I'm I'm looking at you, Byron. It's like, but these two shut up already. Oh my God, he is. No, he loves this. He does. He's just, one of these days, he's just going to like break out in a big old ohm. You yeah, know? he's going to start chanting. He is. He's going to be meditating, like repeating Sanskrit and all these cool things. All right. Well, Miss Jen, Yay. this has been so fun. I love, of course, you know, we could literally talk for hours, for hours and hours and hours and hours. And um, we'll definitely have to have you back. But Tell everyone where they can get information from you okay. about your retreats and your workshops Perfect. and all the things that are happening in your life. Yes. My website is where all my information is. It's called Anahata Soul, A-N-A-H-A-T-A. That's the heart chakra. Heartbeat. Anahatasoul.com. And that has um, all information about me, information about my retreats and my workshops and my uh, trainings and really everything that might be happening. I'm also Jenny Girl Yoga on Instagram and Jen Shirelli on Facebook. And you can always find me there and ask me questions. <laughs> and, you, and you may or may not respond. <laughs> no, I always try to respond. Um, but no, I'm happy to to help people um, on there in any way I can. Cool. And yeah, thank you for having me. Oh my so gosh. much fun. So much fun. I know. It's like a yoga slumber party. <laughs> Next time we'll wear our jammies. Right. <laughs> all right. Okay. And guys, uh, make sure and check out all of our yoga trainings at Lotus mm-hmm. House of Yoga with Kamini Desai coming. And she's going to be training, actually doing sort of, she's certifying. It's a oh, teacher nice. training. Oh my gosh. She's amazing. Just Yoga Nidras, mm. again, saved my life. Yes. The guided meditation, which yes. I love. Oh, good. Because you can be on your back. Mm-hmm. Close your eyes. Get it all going on. So that's the Amrit method of Yoga mm. Nidra. So the the lineage is strong because mm. Amrit is the godfather of Yoga Nidra. And then in November, Darren mm. Rhodes from Yoga Yoga Oasis in Tucson, Arizona is coming mm. to Lotus for a three-day training. So check that out. And if you want more information, just email us at info at lotushouseofyoga.com. So yay. Thank you all. Thank you, Jen. To our listeners, remember to rate this uh, podcast and you will be able to get your free vibe attracts your tribe coaching session. So hang in there, guys. Stay real. Breathe deep. I love you always. Namaste. High Vibe Podcast is sponsored by Namaste CBD, the mindful CBD oil that repairs the body, reduces stress, and helps with pain. It's all natural. Namaste CBD is organic and made right here in the USFA. So email namastecbd at gmail.com for more information.
not gonna lie Some days I miss the tide The scent of a saltwater breeze coming over me But I have no doubt Where I am right now is right where I'm supposed to be This is the journey of the soul It's the adventure of me No matter what I'm told I know that I am free To roam my own way To float in my own sea To chase my 